Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. Believe in a power greater than what you are going through when you don't know what to do. That's right. When you don't know what to do, just keep on. Dave Nassani, the caregiver's caregiver, has just released his sixth book entitled It's My Life Too, Thrive to Stay Alive as a Caregiver. It was specifically written for caregivers who know they should be putting their needs first, but just don't know how. Dave is the sole caregiver to his wife, Charlene, since 1996. He knows firsthand what caregivers are going through because he is one. He now speaks all across the country, offering caregivers his amazing caregiver support package. Even the airlines tell us that in the event of an emergency, to put your oxygen mask on first before you help your child with their mask. They know that those who don't heed their advice often black out, thus becoming unable to help either themselves or their child. And caregivers are exactly the same way. It's my life too. thrive and stay alive as a caregiver will help caregivers who are neglecting their sleep, diet, and social life and learn to put their needs first. Pick up your copy today or buy one for your special caregiver on sale everywhere and at caregiverdave.com. Dave Nassani, the caregiver's caregiver, has just released his sixth book entitled It's My Life Too, Thrive to Stay Alive as a Caregiver. It was specifically written for caregivers who know they should be putting their needs first, but just don't know how. Dave is the sole caregiver to his wife, Charlene, since 1996. He knows firsthand what caregivers are going through because he is one. He now speaks all across the country, offering caregivers his amazing caregiver support package. Even the airlines tell us that in the event of an emergency, to put your oxygen mask on first before you help your child with their mask. They know that those who don't heed their advice often black out, thus becoming unable to help either themselves or their child. And caregivers are exactly the same way. It's my life too. Thrive and stay alive as a caregiver will help caregivers who are neglecting their sleep, diet, and social life and learn to put their needs first. Pick up your copy today or buy one for your special caregiver on sale everywhere and at caregiverdave.com. Breathing from beautiful Los Angeles, the city of angels. I am Dave, the caregiver's caregiver at caregiverdave.com. And we're coming to you live and on demand 24 seven on numerous syndicated radio and podcast networks on 26 global audio video platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and the list goes on and on. Okay. Uh, and we are so proud that we were voted number one caregiver podcasts on the top 50 of Player FM and number two caregiver podcast on Feedspot, that is the top 60, as well as number two podcast on caringvillage.com. And we have an especially exciting show planned for you today. Marjorie Wildcraft, founder of The Grow Network, author of The Grow System, an essential guide for modern self-sufficiency from growing fruit to making medicine. Caregivers need medicine, let me tell you. Uh, published by Penguin Random House, featured by National Ge Geographic as an expert is off-grid expert in off-grid living, hosted Mother Earth News online homesteading summit. So this is a very special lady. 
And before you say, well, what's that got to do with me? Uh, just hold on. Uh, she's going to talk about very, very important things. And, you know, they just have a habit of, of letting uh, important things on their to-do list go to the bottom and the urgent things take precedence over the important things. And that's just a recipe for disaster. So I encourage you to listen to the show and get some wisdom, okay? Uh, before we continue, I want to thank my last week's guest, uh, Four Habits of Hope, Caregiver with Laughter, Joy, and Practicality. When our loved ones decline, how we can approach their care with hope, optimism, and love, and yes, even a little bit of humor. Ellen Rittberg is a great guest, and you can listen to that show on all of those platforms I mentioned above and our membership website, free membership website, caregiverdave.com. Hard enough of that. Marjorie, welcome to the show. I always like to ask my guests just who is Marjorie and why was she placed on this earth? Well, um, it all happened uh, in approximately 2001 or 2003 or so. I was volunteering on a farm to table project where we were gonna try and get locally grown um, organic vegetables into a little elementary school. And we all thought this is slam dunk, I mean, course, right? And at the time I had a very successful real estate investment business. Um, and I had just given birth to my two kids, very involved in my community. And uh, that meeting, the third meeting of all of us volunteers getting together to try and make this project happen was when my life just completely and irrevocably changed. Because what we realized, and we're outside of Austin, Texas, was that there was not enough locally grown food in uh, the county. There wasn't enough locally grown food in three counties to provide even part of the vegetables for an elementary school. And I will never forget that night. Um, I, I started shaking uh, because myself and all the other volunteers, and I don't know how the thing ended because everybody just left. There was nothing to say because we all knew there's only four days worth of food supply in the grocery stores. Your food travels to you an average of 1400 miles to get to you. Uh, if anything ever happened, there's just no food. And I was shaking all night long. And then for the next years, panic attacks, waking up with cold sweats, uh, completely overwhelmed. Um, just worrying about the food supply, huh? Yes. And uh, I ended up closing up my business. I ended up losing friendships. Uh, and, you know, it was it was just a really, really, really dark and terrible period of my life. And you know, I had so much, it, very much similar to what a caregiver is doing. And you have so much coming on you, so much stress. And um, I said, well, I'm, I'm going to learn how to grow food and be proactive. Uh, and it was something that my, my kids can end up doing out in the garden with me uh, with the chickens and the rabbits and uh, all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, you don't have to worry about uh, the groceries uh, going up in price, which they are, inflation and all that stuff. And uh, but, you know, caregivers are usually short of money, and so yep. that's a great way to save money. Uh, yep. They usually don't eat right, they'll sleep right. So having uh, a good source of organic vegetables would be beneficial for their health. It's just a win-win for them. I hope they're listening. Yeah, or even, you know, even simpler than a garden. Most people always think about a garden, but really a, a small block of, of backyard hens. I mean, really, you can build a little coop, have them in a little area that's like the size of a parking spot. You can get six hens, they'll be producing. 
you know, on average, a good laying hen will lay about 250 eggs a year. So six of them, you're going to be getting 1,500 eggs a year. That's Do they need three. a rooster? Do they need a rooster with that No, hen? You, you don't. <laughs> That's a total myth. You don't need a rooster. And in fact, you don't want one because they're noisy and you're going to piss off everybody. <laughs> but there is, there's also a thing called therapy chickens. Um, <laughs> there, a lot of chickens make like a really, pet? yes, really? they're like, they're like, pets with benefits because they lay eggs. And there are a lot of, of people that use chickens. There's a, some examples of some autistic children that were, you know, just really in bad shape and they defended a chicken and, and the chi whenever they held the chicken, they would calm down and be peaceful. Really? So, and a chicken will let you hold them? Oh yeah. They'll you can to totally, yeah, you can totally tame them down just like almost any other creature, you know, there's, Little treats go with everybody, you know. So you're a caregiver also, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us your caregiver story. Who were you caring for? What was the problem? My mom, you know, like everybody up in her 90s. And um, I, I honestly did not take the brunt of it. My sister did. Uh, but we did, you know, we went through well, the whole. Yeah, we, we, we went through the whole deterioration to where. Dementia? Yeah, she, you know, it was, her memory went back and back and back until, you know, like she never, she couldn't recognize my husband anymore and she didn't know my kids. And then she really only knew us, her children at the end. And we could talk to her about people maybe from back 50 years ago in her life. But, you know, you see that, right? And then you see the physical, I mean, we went through the whole thing. But the thing that she loved the most was for us to take her out in the wheelchair and just sit outside in the yard. and. Um, you know, that's when we would be working in the yard with with. They um, saw what you guys were doing in the garden, and it, it was an interest to her. It was, and she was so peaceful and calm out there, and fresh air, wow. and you know, uh, the birds. Yeah. So, it. Did she ever do that uh, in her life? I mean, uh, not at all. Not at all. It was she a new experience in, for her. Yeah, she grew up and lived in New York City almost her entire life. So yeah. actually, being in a, you know, we were in South Florida in a in a backyard with a lot of trees and birds and it was so soothing for her. Yeah. Um, but really you have to, you have to get good nutrition and the, the, the healing process. So I was completely whacked out, stressed out, crazy. The thing is, is it's really a healing process. It heals you on several levels. The first level, I, I had severe allergies. I mean, like for all of February, I was like completely not breathing out of my nose, you know, the, and then the sinus infections and all the add-on stuff that happens. And that's gone. That is just gone. Really? Um, and I used to be very, very cold sensitive. That's just gone. When you get a lot of deep nutrition on the physical layer, you will heal on the mental and Maybe emotional. Maybe a lot of food level. allergies people don't know about. Right. Wow. But on the, uh, on the emotional level. So right now we are in the middle of this gigantic global change. And what is happening is we're having inflation and hyperinflation is just around the corner. Yep. Uh, you, you've seen the empty shelves. <laughs> you've had the experience when you- Especially went to the go toilet by. paper, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm gonna bring up. Yeah, the toilet, you've seen it that when something disappears, it's gone and you can't buy it. And that's- And that makes that stressful because now you're worrying maybe worrying about tomorrow. Oh my gosh, when will I ever see toilet paper again? You know, uh, the Bible says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself and all that. But yeah. that's what stress is, you know? And you're an attorney also? 
What kind of no, I mean, my first degree is in engineering, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I know that the, the level of mental health on the planet has skyrocketed because people fundamentally in their guts know there's a lot of things that are breaking right now. And I know caregivers, like they're already handling a lot and then having to deal with the whole global thing, even whether they watch the news or not, it's happening and we know it at our gut level. The really great saving grace in this is that you can source directly from the earth and produce your own food and your own medicines. Yeah. Um, and it's incredibly healing, as I said, on the physical level, but then also on the emotional level, because yeah. when you know that you can produce for yourself, you have, you're not as attached to that grocery store being open all the time, <laughs> right? That's true. And, uh, you know, what if people are like impatient? I mean, what if they think, oh my gosh, I don't have time to wait for, you know, my radishes or my tomatoes to grow. It must take like six months. Are there things that, that grow really fast? Well, that's why I really recommend people get a flock of chickens first. And I would yeah. recommend six hens. For the eggs. Yeah, for the eggs, because you can, you know, get that little chicken coop built and, and, and buy six laying hens off of, of Craigslist that are already laying get some feed, you know, and you'll be producing like right away. There'll be eggs coming How long out does right it away. Take? How long does it take, you know, sprouts and radishes and greens, and turnips, and lettuce, and all that stuff? How long does it take before, you know, from you plant it in the ground to where you can eat it? Well, actually sprouts and greens that you do inside the house, you don't even do them in the ground. You can have those going wow. in like five or six days. So those are really fast. Um, For radishes. And stuff? Yeah, and radishes will produce in, in about a month. You'll be producing radishes. And by the way, if you take a radish and um, you parboil it, it'll uh -huh. take the heat out of it. So it's not like that, because ah, most of you, you know, like you don't really want to run a radish. But if you, you parboil it, then it it's not hot. And it, it just kind of becomes like the a... spiciness of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the spiciness. Um, uh, most other crops are going to be you know, like uh, squash is going to be two and a half months. Potatoes will be three or four months. Tomatoes are going to be three months. So those can be, be producing pretty quickly. But I really recommend the chickens first because you can make that happen really, really fast. The third part of this, so I talked about the physical level that's so healing and the emotional level that's so healing. The third part is the spiritual level. And this is a real surprise. I had, I had no understanding of how important a magnitude this is but if you think about it when you're working with producing your own food you are working directly with the forces of creation yeah and amazing magical i can't tell you yeah. just the incredible number of things you're like part of the process nature. you are you become nature. yeah yeah so it's uh it's just such a great process and you can get uh, you know, like my mom, she wasn't able to do anything, but she loved being out there while we were doing it, right? So it was... Um, Did you give her little jobs to do? Like, uh, was she able to help in any way? She was not able to help in any way. She really wasn't. But some was, of these uh, loved ones, maybe they, they used to grow their own vegetables. Maybe they lived on a farm and it would be mm -hmm. great therapy for someone with dementia to get back, get on their hands and knees and get get their hands in the in the dirt and uh that would be very therapeutic i think 
that would be. And you can even create like a raised bed. I recommend people make a raised bed that's like two cinder blocks high and you can sit on the edge of it. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. There is um, a lot of scientific research that putting your hands in the dirt like helps on so many levels. There's there's all kinds of ways they don't totally understand why, Uh but it calms you down. uh, It improves your digestion. Uh, There's a lot of really bizarre, like your fingernails grow better. It's crazy, like getting your hands in the dirt. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. After so, you clean um, the dirt for, out from under them, I guess. Yeah, right. You're right. I love. Yeah. I love to know more about the Grow Network. You know how it got started, but but more of uh, how you offer free or very low low cost food to help people get started growing their food. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, we we really are a purpose and mission driven organization, and um, the commercial food supply is just so horribly toxic. And the solution is right there in your backyard, right? And so our our catalyzing statement is homegrown food on every table. And we're stopping the destruction of the earth via homegrown food. And so we have a lot of free resources. Uh, And what I really recommend people start is at www.growhalf.com, where we show you how to grow half of your own food in a very small backyard size space. And you can do it in less than an hour a day. And I promise you. That's a great hobby, too. It's it's right a there, great too. hobby. It's so I, I also do interviews with CEOs, and these are people that are running divisions with 2,000, 3,000 people, uh, entrepreneurs with you know 25, 50 million dollar budgets and high pressure, high stakes. Um, uh, Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof Coffee. I mean, just really big people that are high stress. They grow their own food. And of course, they can afford anything they want, right? I'm like, you know, the money I, is. I met, I met Ashton Kutcher. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a shark and he had, was on that show, Two and a Half Men. And, you know, he's a famous movie star and a millionaire. And, uh-huh. and he was at a uh, charity event and I interviewed him. And he's actually an old, an old, good old boy who had a farm, you know, back in Nebraska or somewhere in the Midwest. And now he lives in Beverly Hills, you know, on this mountain. And uh-huh. he's, he's growing a garden in his backyard and he's, he's doing all this stuff. And, and he's like, gosh, if he does it, you know, why, why can't we all do it? <laughs> I've, I've done dozens of these interviews with these people that are like high power, high intensity yeah. CEOs. And I ask them, what, what is the biggest benefit? Because, you know, other than the flavor and the nutrition and all that, every single one of them says, I do it for the stress relief. I can still be productive because these people are incredibly driven and competitive. Uh, I'm still being productive because they're producing food, but it's in such a way that it's really nurturing to my soul, basically. So that that, like uh, electronics and water and soil don't mix. So they don't have their phone out there. And I would say on average, uh, most of them are doing this for 30 to 45 minutes a day. Um, and, and they all say that's their time to decompress. It's their, their most cherished time, yeah. uh, during the day. They love it because they're still being productive. Um, but it's in a totally different way than, than most of their normal life demands. And it's very healing. Ashton told me he does it because it just brings him back to his roots of where he was, you know, he doesn't, doesn't want to get to be one of these big, uh, big shot millionaire uh, uh, movie stars. You know, he wants to stay genuine and stay humble 
and nothing makes you more humble than getting your hands dirty in the ground, does it? That's 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 true. It does reconnect you back right. to phone number or how you want us to get a hold of you to get us started on our free uh, kit or low cost kit. A free uh, go to growhalf.com and I've got a free video for you and a bunch of resources. Grow half, and, uh, that's yep. growhalf.com. G-R-O-W-H-A-L-F.com. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you've been a blessing to our caregivers. And I really encourage you all to do what this lady is telling you to do because it's great therapy. It's going to save you money. It's going to make you healthy. It's going to help your loved one uh, be more beneficial in their therapy, especially if they have dementia. And even if they don't have dementia, it's, it's a new hobby to do. Because, you know, one of the big criticisms of caregivers, what do I do? You know, I'm, I'm home all alone babysitting my, my loved one or my mother or my aunt or whatever. Well, get out in the garden and kill two birds with one stone. So thanks again for being on the show, Marjorie. We really appreciate it. And, Thank you. Uh, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Dave Nassani, The Caregiver's Caregiver, has just released his sixth book entitled It's My Life Too thrive to stay alive as a caregiver it was specifically written for caregivers who know they should be putting their needs first but just don't know how dave is the sole caregiver to his wife charlene since 1996 he knows firsthand what caregivers are going through because he is one he now speaks all across the country offering caregivers his amazing caregiver support package even the airlines tell us that in the event of an emergency to put your oxygen mask on first before you help your child with their mask, they know that those who don't heed their advice often black out, thus becoming unable to help either themselves or their child. And caregivers are exactly the same way. It's my life too. Thrive and stay alive as a caregiver will help caregivers who are neglecting their sleep, diet, and social life and learn to put their needs first. Pick up your copy today or buy one for your special caregiver on sale everywhere and at caregiverdave.com Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise like the birds will never sing again